0: Hey folks, welcome to Heel Toe Corner Club. I'm Marcus Disabella, owner of Heel Toe Automotive. We've been online selling Honda and Acura enthusiast parts since 2002. That's a long time in and uh, in that time we've gotten a lot of experience dealt with a lot of different vendors had a ton of different customers and have found lots of different ways for people to upgrade their honda cars uh, successfully Um, one of the things that i recently came across here was an old invoice i was rooting through some old uh, documents and comic books and things like that with my son and um, my younger son mateo and we came across this old invoice which is from June 2005. So we're talking almost 20 years old. This is an 18-year-old invoice where I sold Charlie in Illinois a Tane Basic damper kit. Um, If you have been in the game long enough, you know that Tane used to make a kit called the Tane Basic, which later became the Street Basis, which later became the Tane Street um, Basic. And then now it's the Street Basis basic Z, which is SBZ. So a lot of things have changed over time. Ultimately, what Tane likes to do with coilovers is to sort of revamp their uh, product line over time as they bring in new production capability and um, new features. So anyway, um, just an example of how long I've been selling coilovers for. It's been quite a while. And been selling Tane for a lot of that time also. Uh, We're one of Tane's oldest North American dealers and I'm kind of proud of that Uh, and today it's a viable product I think because they do keep reinventing their product line and and coming up with advances to help sort of fight higher prices but you know they keep up with the market. Um, Anyway so on the topic of Tane today I wanted to make a little bit of a podcast talking about coilovers and how you should choose Coilovers. Uh, In contrast to what you normally get if you go into a Facebook group or whatever, hey, what coilovers should I get? You're going to get the roll call of what people have already bought and therefore that's their suggestion to you. As if you're identical to all these other people, right? I mean, everybody's different. We all have different needs. Uh, A lot of times the only thing that really makes us related to somebody else in a Facebook group is the kind of car that we have. And if you think about it, that's pretty thin. Uh, You could go to somebody's Facebook profile and try to guess about who you're talking to and who just recommended that you buy BC Extreme Lows with 20K Springs all around. But, you know, you may not really get a good sense from that person if you can take their advice or not. Uh, It's just not really practical. So this is why I, when I take the approach of recommending coilovers to people, I always like to ask questions first. Like, what's your use case? You know, I don't really ask demographic type questions like how old you are or whatever, because I haven't really found that that sort of thing makes the biggest difference. Uh, I think what makes the biggest difference is, is what you're looking to get out of the car. Uh, are you driving it every day? Are you going to go track driving? How much are you planning on lowering the car? Um, what's the most you think you'll end up lowering the car. Uh, All these factors end up directing people towards one coilover kit or another. And so my sort of nutshell recommendations come down to this. First things first, how much are you planning on lowering the car? And if you're looking to lower the car moderately, you know, an inch, inch and a half, something like that. Sometimes I give people an idea that a coilover may not even be the right choice because most coilovers when you put them on the car are gonna get you inch and a half to two inches lowering right out of the box. So if you're not willing to go an inch and a half down or at least an inch and a quarter, a coilover kit may not be the best. Sometimes just a damper replacement like a Kony shock, uh, they make the Orange Street dampers or this Yellow Sports or Tane also has a complete line of Endura Pro and Enduro Pro, Pro Plus combined with a moderate spring like a Tane H-Tac or an Eibach Pro kit, something like that, is going to be really great for somebody that wants a minimal amount of lowering. Right there, I can take coilovers off the table and just say, get separate shocks and springs. This isn't something that I see recommended to people a whole lot because a lot of folks just want to get coilovers. Well, here's the thing. Any damper with this coil spring over it is a coilover kit. It's a coilover damper suspension. Um, What you're thinking about is you need to have this adjustable height. And in reality, a lot of people don't actually need that. So the first thing I ask people is how much are they lowering? And that kind of gives me an idea like well here are some entry level sort of coilovers or some standard type coilovers that will work for you but also a shock and spring combination or a strut and spring combination may be best but if you do want to lower somewhere in that inch and a half to two inch range a whole world of actual coilover options like adjustable height options opens up to you and we kind of start with the you know tain street advanced street bases z the KW uh, variants, uh, H&R coilovers, ST suspension coilovers. A lot of these coilovers are uh, pretty basic, just a shock with a threaded body and a height adjustable spring available to get some lowering on the car. Again, most of these kits are going to lower inch and a half, give or take, you know, maybe up to two, two and a quarter inches down is going to be about your maximum. They're limited on the total amount of height adjustment because they're only what's called, well, what I like to call, single height adjustable, or they're adjustable for height at the spring perch. Sometimes people start wrapping in here the term preload, and it's a little premature. These suspensions don't really have a preload adjustment. It's really just a height adjustment. And it is true that at the higher heights, you're going to be compressing the spring and adding preload to the system. It's not something that you would really want to do um, more than just a little bit. So that's where I say if the lowering range and the ride and handling attributes are going to be around a daily driven car you're not trying to lower too much you want maybe just some new suspension but you're trying to take kind of a mild step in terms of comfort increased performance but really just in a street sport sort of way those ones that i mentioned are going to be great Uh, the street van z street bases z KWST suspension h and r coilovers there's probably some more that i'm not thinking of right now but uh but that is going to be a really good place for you to be in and i would further ask the customer about you know the level of performance refinement the budget is sometimes a concern and that helps us narrow down which system is going to be the right one uh, but let's just say somebody goes well i want to lower my car a lot like at least two inches maybe three inches Then we start saying, well, you can get to two inches with these systems that I've mentioned, but you're gonna be better off getting something that's what's called full length adjustable. um, And that's gonna allow you a lot more height range. If full length adjustable is a term you haven't heard a whole lot, that's because people don't say that. People say instead full coilovers or complete, or I've even seen full body coilovers. All these terms I think are basically made up right I don't know where they come from but it's really what's called a full-length adjustable set and the reason why they call it a full-length adjustable coilover is because the shock tube itself is threaded all the way down to the bottom and the bottom bracket that bolts into the suspension of the car is actually a separate piece that screws on the bottom the reason why it does that is so that you can screw it on to shorten the total damper length or unscrew it to lengthen the total damper length. And what this does is allow you to vary the length of the shock or the strut, so when you put it in a car you'll be able to achieve a much wider range of height settings without having to affect the spring height setting. And this is important because when you change the spring height setting too much, you start running out of damper travel. Now, on the single-height adjustable systems like the Street Basis or the Street Advance Z, for example, you can raise and lower the car within a certain range. And these shocks are already shorter than the factory units to begin with. So, in contrast to being able to adjust the length of the damper, Tane has already done that for you and built that into the assembly, which is great for getting a, a nice lowering with a window of adjustment that's maybe around an inch and a half total height adjustment right but if you want to have a little more control over that damper length let's say you want higher highs and lower lows you can get a full length adjustable set and that will give you a lot more height range so if this person tells me that they want a lot more lowering then i might go hey you know what maybe you should get something like the the tain flex z or a KW suspension or a BC racing suspension, which are all full length adjustable. Function form is another one. Actually, so many brands are making full length adjustable systems these days. That's what people have come to find is commonplace. And they think that that's really what a normal suspension would sort of look like. Um, I even had somebody recently make some comments about single-height adjustable system like a street advance saying it was archaic outdated whatever because none of the other newer modern coilover systems look this way well this is true except for the fact that it's not that this is an archaic design it's actually more highly specialized and engineered to be a certain length versus an adjustable one so why are so many brands going with a full-length adjustable setup these days i mean if Having a standard length damper or like a a fixed length damper is so not, not normal. Why are so many companies making full length adjustable, fully assembled kits these days? Well, I'll tell you, it's because it's cheap. It's cheap and it checks everybody's boxes, right? People want to have a lot of range flexibility in terms of height. They want to have different options in terms of springs. They want to have... basically a system that will do just about anything they want it to do. And the manufacturers of these coilover systems have realized like, well, hey, if we don't have to measure the exact length of what a damper is supposed to be, we could just make a bunch of dampers this length and a bunch of dampers that length and a bunch of dampers another length and uh, make them in all different basic tuning for different spring rates all they have to do is develop the bracketry to mount them into different cars right so the valving of each one of these systems is sort of like in one parts bin and then they make other componentry to assemble and throw these into various different cars so it's a lot more efficient for them to manufacture that way because rather than having a specific part number that's unique to one damper kit which has four specific shocks in it that are made to a specific length what they'll do is they'll have an ability to make specific parts but it's just an upper mount or a specific part that it's just a lower bracket and then they'll use parts bin assembly for the rest of it all the meat and potatoes basically is is the same as the next car it's just that they put different brackets in it because the next car has different pickup points so it kind of works out great for everybody in that sense it's cheaper and easier for the manufacturers to produce that way and it checks a lot of boxes off for the consumers but here's the problem A lot of times with these systems, because of the fact that they're non-engineering for specific vehicles, not every um, application comes out being as flexible, riding as well, or whatever, as the next one. Case in point, we have the third generation Acura TL. right? That is a super popular car, um, and BC Racing coilovers are super popular for that car. You'll see people recommending them all over the place. Well, BC Racing, Uh, Well, they they tout that they have custom-built coilovers available. Really, what they're doing is just changing you to different dampers and different lengths and swapping springs around, like I said, giving you the option of, of ordering that up front, which is really a great feature and enabled by their production strategy. One of the things that they ran into with this car is they must sell every single one of these kits as an extreme low kit. BC Racing offers extreme low Because uh, a lot of people want their car to be extremely low, which is if somebody says they want three plus inches of lowering, they want to really put the car on the ground, they've got to put very short dampers in there in order to accomplish that. Um, What they found with the third generation TL was with their standard setup, so to speak, the car wouldn't actually lower more than about uh, two inches or so so it really wasn't providing enough lowering for many people that wanted to have that full length adjustable what you normally would get two and a half three inches lowering out of they couldn't do that unless they went to the extreme low type system with a shorter damper so they don't even sell a standard length damper anymore they're all extreme low and this has actually tripped up a few of our customers who don't necessarily want an extremely low car Well, the reality is, is that the extreme low kit, while it does allow the car to go extremely low, it can allow the car to go to a higher height too, right? Well, why is it this way, right? Why did they create this product confusion? It's because they didn't actually do any of the measuring or engineering when they built the kit in the first place. They built a kit that fit in the car, right? So, yeah, it works, but I think it's just an example of how Uh, producing out of parts bin like that without taking a time to engineer a kit directly for a car it can have a caveat right and is there a problem with this there's no real problem with this but it's just evidence that you know just because a company might have a big name or broad catalog or whatever it doesn't mean that they actually did the development that the next company did that maybe they have less offerings or they only have very specific offerings because you know their engineering went and worked on so many different cars and they've limited their production to what they actually are able to produce um, so anyway uh, I don't want to get off topic here but that is another question that comes up right uh, I figured out how my lowering height wants to be like a little bit, a lot, whatever, now i got to figure out what kind of refinement level am I after. Uh, Am I looking for something that rides good? Well, just about everybody is. But that varies depending on a person's opinion and experience. It depends a little bit on the roads that they drive on. I love this one. This coilover kit rides great. I bought my whatever coilovers and I upgraded the springs and it's really great on smooth roads. Are you kidding me? Of course, it's really smooth on smooth roads because the road is what transmits any roughness to you. I don't want to know how it handles on a smooth road. I want to know how it handles and rides on a rough road, right? Is it bouncing you around in the chair? Is it knocking the car off the ground? I mean, when you go into a turn, if you hit a little bump in the turn, does the car take it or does it slide? right? These are all things that some people actually care about and other people don't. Some people really only care about the lowering. They only really care about it being a firm ride. It maybe feels a little more direct. It feels a little more responsive. Um, It makes the car basically feel like it's handling like it's on rails when you're driving slow. Um, I'm all about that if that's what you're all about too. I go straight to BC Coilovers Get yourself an extreme low kit. Sure, bump up the rates a little bit if you want it to feel firmer. Um, As far as performance driving is concerned, I have to kind of pull back on that a little bit and say, well, the reality is a stiffer suspension doesn't handle better, it doesn't grip better. uh, It uh, feels firmer, but it doesn't mean that the car is gonna stick to the road better. It's actually more prone to sliding. So, you know, in that sense, a well set up car that's got Street Advance Z versus a poorly set up car that's got BC Racing coilovers, the Street Advance kit is gonna out handle it every day of the week if you don't know how to set these things up. Which is another thing that comes up, which spring rates should I get with my custom coilover kit? I say, you know what, if you have to ask that question, I would say get it with the rates that it comes with stock, right? Because if you're not really sure how that kit rides with off the shelf, how are you supposed to know what adjustments you're going to make to it, right? Um, there's no answers to these questions, in other words. Like, the whole point to this podcast is to tell you, like, when you go online and you see somebody asking, which coilover should I buy, like, resist the temptation to actually tell them just what you bought, right? Or tell them what you bought and what you think about it, right? Tell them what you bought and how you normally drive the car. Tell them what you bought and maybe what you wished you would have bought instead, And why? The why, everybody. Like, why? Because if you're just telling people what you bought, or if somebody's just looking for a poll of who bought what, then, you know, how are we really helping each other as enthusiasts, right? What separates us from some dude that just buys some cheap stuff off of eBay, right? Which I never really recommend. Right? The stuff that's on eBay that's like four or $500 for a complete coilover kit that's full length adjustable and blah, blah, blah comes with the they're garbage they're, they're garbage and i don't care what anybody says online about how good they think that they are all i think those people are really telling you is that they've got a really low level of refinement and respect for how the suspension is supposed to work it's just really not possible to get a quality system that's going to be long lasting for like springs and shocks and the whole works for 500 bucks it's just not gonna happen right now for a little bit more, you could get yourself something decent. Now, honestly, if that's all you're after is to buy something cheap to throw in the car and slam it, if you're 17 and you don't got a lot of money, have right at it. You know what, go right for it because what will happen is you'll get it, you'll love it at first, you'll come to find out pretty quickly that you know there's some definite caveats and you do get what you pay for, and uh, the next time around, You'll consider a little bit more before you make that purchase. And the next time around, you'll consider a little bit more before you make that purchase, which is actually leads me to one of the other things that I like to ask people is what's your previous experience, right? If you have had coilovers in the past, what did you think of them? That will help me guide you to the next one that I think that you should buy. Uh, Oh, I want to get something that I'm going to do some track days on. Great. What level of track day experience do you have? Right, that that's a big question also because if somebody just wants to get into track driving, you only really need something basic. A street-advanced Z kit handles just fine on the track, it, and I can tell you that from experience. Our 10th generation TL, I took to the track with that suspension, and it handled great. Um, you can definitely go up from there, but I think the caution is, is that getting a higher grade coilover kit doesn't make your car faster in turns you have to drive it fast in turns the car has to have enough grip to be able to hang on in a turn the car has to have enough grip and you have to have enough technique to put enough load in the suspension to determine that a firmer or more track oriented suspension is needed. So somebody who's got more track driving experience um, is gonna appreciate something that's got a higher level of refinement, not necessarily a higher spring rate, but then that leads to which tires are you gonna use? Now I can keep going down this path, but ultimately uh, these questions that i would ask to somebody from a track perspective are really not all that different from the questions i would ask from a first-time buyer for a street system understanding the customer their use case their need for a specific product to do a specific job is really what guides the recommendation of which coilovers somebody should get and that's how i approach it here at heel i've been very successful selling these types of things over a very long period of time and we've come to find that yes, it's true. The Tane Flex Z tends to be a really great one for a wide range of height settings and a more comfortable ride, contrasted with the BC Racing BR, which tends to be just on the other side of the same exact chain link fence just the other side of the fence, looking for a little bit more of a sporty ride and a little bit more maybe street performance grade, especially once you get into the customizing of it. Um, But if the lowering isn't that big of a deal and you're kind of on a budget, Street Advance Z is a great option. I almost always recommend the Street Advance Z over the Street Basis Z, just because for a little bit more money, you get adjustable damping force, which is really handy. And almost every system that I've mentioned has the adjustable damping force, except for, oh wait, H&R doesn't, KW doesn't on most of their, uh, on their variant one systems. Uh, a lot of these companies that make more refined suspensions don't have adjustable damping, and that's because they've even put more engineering and time to develop those systems together to make a package that actually just works out of the box. Because there's an old adage that says the more adjustment that you give people, the more opportunity they have to adjust it wrong and screw it up right so sometimes taking those adjustments away and relinquishing some control and saying listen you guys have engineered this I'm gonna see like I'm adopting what your design and engineering philosophy is by putting this in my car let's see how that KW variant one feels to me right I've paid extra money for you to basically set it up for me the instructions are pretty detailed on how to set them up and let let go of it right That, again, you know, you could fall down into that path and end up with a really happy experience. But if you're trying to get three inches down, I'm just not going to send somebody to a KW Variant uh, 1 suspension. So that's a lot about uh, recommending coilovers. I mean, I think that there's probably a lot more that I could say about this topic, but uh, I don't want to get too long in the tooth here with this um, recording. Uh, Certainly, if you're watching on YouTube, Drop some comments below. Maybe there's a topic that I mentioned that you'd like to hear a little bit more about damping adjustment, uh, not dampening adjustment, and shocks that have dampening are a non thing. All right. So next time somebody says they want shocks that have dampening, like that doesn't compute. Okay. You're talking to a real solid noob right there. Uh, But damping adjustment, uh, preload, spring rates i can talk about any of these topics so definitely let me know what you'd like to hear more about and uh, i'll make another recording and touch on that at a later time for now i really want to thank you for consuming this content podcast youtube whatever it is and um, i really appreciate you being a follower and i hope that you have a really fantastic day bye now